Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex P. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, Wednesday, October 25th. Hope you've all shaken off that BetCast hangover. Uh, Ian Cameron with you. Unfortunately, my colleague Alex B. Smith has not shaken off that BetCast hangover. He is not with us today, but he will be back tomorrow, ready to rock and roll on the Thursday show with the huge card uh, coming up. Uh, just a wonderful BetCast night last night. Uh, the first ever Frozen Frenzy, uh, 16 NHL games, staggered start times. I thought it was a smashing success. It was fun. It was exciting. I love the idea of, okay, these games are going on right now. Oh, we got another one starting in 15 minutes. Oh, we got another one starting in another 15 minutes. Uh, it was just a really, really cool experiment. And uh, it seems like it was well-received. It seems like uh, ESPN uh, production, uh, the main network, and ESPN2, ESPN Plus that put on the actual Frenzy show the whip around show with future gross and kevin weeks last night that um, they all did a a solid job and enjoyed the experience batman they interviewed him the commissioner during the uh, night last night and it seems like he uh, was um definitely um giving it a thumbs up positive reviews uh last night the night overall so my hope is that we get this again uh and Unfortunately, it's probably going to be next season, I would assume, because they've already made the entire schedule for this season, and there is no other night later on in the year where they've got staggered start times unless they decide, you know what, this was so much fun, this was so well-received, this was such a great you know, showcase for the National Hockey League that maybe later in the season will alter the schedule for one of these nights on a Tuesday or a Thursday or a Saturday and try the staggered start time experiment again. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping they can go back down the road later this season and look at the schedule and say, you know what, we want to do one of these uh, frozen frenzy events again with the staggered start times this Saturday. There's a lot or the Saturday in, you know, March or February after football season, we got like 13, 14 NHL games. How about we do staggered start times? We'll change it around. I don't think the teams are going to bitch about it. They were going to play that day anyway. You just set it up so that we've got staggered start times again. Um, maybe do this for a Saturday, like I said, in February or March, um, and and do the and run it back here with the frozen frenzy idea and the staggered start times. I think that would be awesome. I'm hoping they do that, uh, but not a guarantee. Like because like I said, they've already set the schedule for the entire season, so. Uh, my, it's up in the air whether you know they'll alter the schedule for one of those future dates this season to allow for this to happen again, or if we've got to wait till next season before we see this uh, rolled out once again. But uh, no doubt it was a lot of fun, uh, no question. Uh, great turnout in the chat, uh, lots of live viewers. I mean, we definitely were well over 100 live viewers for the first half or so uh, of the um, BetCast last night. It was just a lot of fun. Uh, we had some big plus price winners again with the goal props. I'll get to that uh, in just a moment. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. And it's really amazing how every bet cast we've had the one last last year, two years ago, and now this year, you know, it's pretty amazing how many great 
people we've got watching our shows and listening to the show uh, on a daily basis. Great people, fun people. Everyone's in a good mood. There's no grumps. There's no uh, Debbie Downers. There's no uh, angry, you know, people. Uh, you know, it's everyone is just, you know, really good, laid back, easy to get along with, that kind of thing. Uh, and it's just a, a wonderful uh, time every time we have a bet cast. And it was a great first bet cast last night. Keep in mind, we've got many more of these to come. So if you missed out last night, you couldn't watch it. You didn't weren't able to join us uh, on the BetCast stream. We're going to have another BetCast in November. We're going to have one each month, November, December, and January. And for our Family Plan YouTube channel members, you will receive bonus BetCasts, one each month as well. So we're going to do the one free BetCast, public BetCast, per month, November, December, January. We will also have a bonus Ice Guys BetCast each month for our family plan members and subscribers. And for those bonus BetCasts, you will only get to uh, participate on the BetCast with us if you're a family plan member. And you will only get to watch the BetCast as well if you're a family plan member. So it's going to be like for that VIP uh, club, if you will, uh, one of the two BetCasts in November, one of the two BetCasts in December, and then one of the two in January. So uh, we're definitely looking uh, forward to uh, two BetCasts per month starting in November. Uh, one will be the usual uh, publicly available to all, and the other will be that bonus BetCast, which will be available to our Ice Guys Family Plan members. It's only $9.99 US per month to sign up with the uh, Family Plan. And again, uh, you're going to get that exclusive bonus content uh, Alex's goalie charts, my power ratings, which will be going out uh, overnight tonight uh, for this week. Uh, we've got, uh, obviously, our daily betting card, uh, sides and totals, and the player props. And uh, as uh, our guy John Massey was kidding around last night, yeah, for the uh, player props that I post, yeah, it's almost like reading a novel. You know, it's not going to take you two seconds to read them all, uh, especially on a card like last night. Tonight might be a little bit different with just one game, but, yeah, it's uh, it's like you're reading a book. Uh, sometimes with the uh, amount of player props uh, that I bet. So you'll get all that with the family plan. So make sure you check that out. We've already got over 60 members. Uh, the, the the reception has been outstanding. Uh, and we definitely thank you for that. Uh, no question uh, about that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, recap last night and the stuff that went on on the ice. Of course, every team in action. It started with Toronto with a 4-1 win against Washington, where they really didn't play that good. But they were opportunistic. They capitalized on their chances. And Washington didn't. Toronto got great goaltending from Joseph Wool. He was absolutely outstanding. That's two games in a row. He's been great uh, in between the pipes for Toronto. And look, sometimes when you don't have your best overall team game, the goalie's got to step up and kind of get it done for you. And uh, Joe Wool did that. They cap, like I said, Nylander, Matthews, they capitalized on their power plays. And Washington just can't put the puck in the net right now. The good news for them, I guess, the only bit of good news last night is Ovechkin finally got on the scoreboard. But, man, this team is dead last in the NHL, averaging just 1.2 goals per game uh, so far this season. So uh, not a good game again for Washington, just a horrible start to the season for the uh, Washington Capitals, uh, and they lose 4-1 last night to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, eight hours, Major Tom. You're right with the bet cast last night. So we went from start to finish. We were there when the puck dropped on the very first game here with the Leafs Capitals, and we we were on right till the end of the Flyers and Golden Knights, the last game on the uh, – slate. So uh, we were there from start to finish last night for 
uh, frozen frenzy for sure. Damon Williams, we appreciate the uh, dono. Uh, appreciate it very much. Enjoyed the uh, gang last night. Thanks. Very much appreciated. Thank you uh, for that. Chrono Kenny, uh, new member. We appreciate you joining us here on the uh, Family Plan uh, members page on the YouTube channel subscription. We appreciate that very much. Uh, so 4-1 Toronto uh, last night with that. Uh, Buffalo 6-4 to four against Ottawa. Very impressive. Uh, hard to make heads or tails of what the Sabres are doing right now. You would not expect them to play that badly Monday night at home against Montreal. And you would probably, after seeing that, not expect them to go into Ottawa uh, and uh, really take care of business against the Senators. Now, they almost blew it. They had a 5-1 lead. It got to 5-4. Uh, but the Sabres hung on 6-4, to four, a victory over the Ottawa Senators uh, in that game. Uh, so it was a very solid victory overall uh, for the uh, Sabres and much needed. And I kind of hinted at it, too, on the BetCast. Maybe this team just needs to play on the road. Get on the road. Get away from home. Uh, you know, come together a little bit as a team, and, and maybe that's going to be uh, the cure that ails them uh, through this, I wouldn't say a horrible start, but it's been an underwhelming start to the season for a Buffalo Sabres team that now has plenty uh, of expectations now to be, you know, a pretty good hockey team. So, you know, we'll end up seeing now uh, how that uh, transpires uh, going forward, but definitely when you look at the uh, Buffalo Sabres, uh, they are a team right now that I think when you uh, investigate the way things are going for them right now, um, maybe this road trip's a good thing for them. And that was certainly a good start uh, with them able to uh, get the uh, job done. Yeah, uh, Uko Pekalukanen didn't really keep the uh, door shut, did he there? Uh, Real deal prime. But Buffalo gets the victory there. Tampa Bay 3-0 against Carolina. Carolina had very little zip, very little pop last night. Nothing really. It's almost like they were stuck in mud. I think it's an exhausted hockey team. They've played a lot on the road. Uh, and Tampa Bay, definitely a team that was coming to play after the loss to Toronto. Uh, still, they got outshot. I mean, Tampa Bay did give up shots, and they got badly outplayed in the third period. But this is another game where Jonas Johansson, that's two really good games in a row for them. You know, even though they lost against Toronto, the only reason they had a chance to win that game was Johansson. Toronto outplayed Tampa. And you know, 32 save shutout for Johansson last night. So let's give him credit. And Tampa wins 3 nothing. You know, it was a better defensive game from the Carolina Hurricanes. They've been a brutal mess in their own end to start the year. It was better defensively, but unfortunately couldn't get anything going offensively. Shutout in that game against Tampa last night. New Jersey 5-2 against Montreal. Hattrick for Tyler Toffoli. Uh, and the Devils take care of business there against the Canadians. And, of course, the Devils in action with the only game tonight against the uh, Washington Capitals, which we'll get to in a moment. Dallas, 4-1 win against Pittsburgh. That was Alex's best bet on the show. It was actually one of my favorite bets on the card last night as well. Dallas at a cheap price against Pittsburgh. Dallas can win the Stanley Cup. Dallas can win the West. How on earth they opened in that game at even money, minus 110 against Pittsburgh. I was stunned by it, and Alex was too, and that's why we both like Dallas. There is a gap between those two teams, and it wasn't reflected. Uh, in that money line price. Pittsburgh's going to be life and death to make the playoffs. Okay. Putting them in the same stratosphere with Dallas is absolutely absurd. So we, I was definitely uh, surprised by where that uh, price was uh, last night, opening at even money. Finally, we saw some money during the day come in on Dallas because it closed at minus 125, but that's where it should have been. Should, actually, I think it could have been higher than that. Uh, Jake Ottinger, outstanding 38 uh, th saves on 39 Pittsburgh shots. 
Um, just couldn't beat them. And look, that was the difference. Dallas can defend better than Pittsburgh can, and Dallas has better goaltending than Pittsburgh does. Pittsburgh can score, although last night they didn't. Uh, but Dallas is the better defensive team. And I think Dallas sometimes, people sleep on their ability to score goals. You know, and uh, especially when you get Wyatt Johnston on the scoreboard. That was one of my goal props last night. Uh, Robertson uh, gets the uh, party started. Dodonov chipped in. Uh, it was a very solid road win there for the uh, Dallas Stars team we like. And uh, we mentioned it a couple of times last night. There's still great value for Jake Ottinger right now at 15 to 1, even 18 to 1 in some spots to win the Vesna Trophy. He is legitimately one of the best goalies in the NHL. He was last regular season, too. Uh, playoffs, he kind of slumped a bit, but his regular season was as good as anybody's. Florida, 3-1 to one over San Jose. Pretty uh, blah game. I mean, Florida kind of not impressive in victory, but uh, sometimes you don't have to be impressive to beat a team like the San Jose Sharks, and Florida proved that last night. Colorado, 7-4 over the Islanders. Um, this is something to keep in mind now with the Islanders. We think of them as this great defensive team. We think of uh, Ilya Sorokin as an outstanding goalie, one of the best in the NHL. And I'm not saying he's he isn't, but this is now two games where the Islanders have played someone with a team with a great deal of firepower. New Jersey on Friday night and Colorado last night, and they got lit up for 12 goals uh, in those two games combined. So we got to reevaluate things a little bit. Are the Islanders going to be able to shut down? The really good offensive teams, are they going to be able to shut down the really good, you know, hockey teams in the league, the elite teams? Because that's New Jersey and Colorado in their building now, two games in a row, lighting them up. 12 goals, five for Jersey on Friday night against the Islanders, and then the seventh spot last night uh, for Colorado. So keep an eye on this. This is something I've definitely put in my, you know, memory bank, if you will that the next time I see the Islanders playing a really good hockey team, we fade them. And we probably look at a team total over for the other team. I mean, if they play someone that's really good and can put the puck in the net, you know, that's going to be a problem potentially for this uh, New York Islanders team. And uh, seven to four victory last night for Colorado against them. Uh, Seattle with a five to four victory over the uh, Detroit Red Wings last night. Uh, I had the team total over. And you talk about a game that from a uh, player prop standpoint was just a beauty of a game for me. Uh, I think in that game alone, how many player props did I, how many goal props did I cash on that game alone? It was, it was like four or five, uh, quite honestly, as far as the player props go. Um, I think it was four because we had to bring it. We had Larkin for Detroit. The big one for Detroit was Joe Valeno at plus 600. We've been talking about Joe Valeno uh, for a lot, many games now where he's in this third line player. Nobody pays attention to him. Nobody's betting Joe Valeno props because they're not paying attention to this nice little under the radar, mini little sizzler hot streak that he's got going on. I think he's got goals now in three straight games for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. So Joe Valeno plus 600. And of course the bargain bin special of the night for me cashes in yesterday. Ty Cartier, Seattle plus 600 to find the back of the net. Uh, it was a wonderful spot for a guy that's got finishing ability. This guy scored his first NHL goal for the Kraken last year in the playoffs against Colorado. You know, and I think it was his first game as well. It was just a remarkable uh, uh, event that he was able to step up in the playoffs, pressure cooker, uh, make his first NHL game in the postseason and score uh, as well against Colorado. And uh, there it was uh, with um, Ty Cartier last night 
up on the top line with Maddie Beneers and Jordan Eberle, uh, and he finds the uh, back of the net for them last night and cashes that bargain bin special of the night from yesterday's show from yours truly at plus 600 uh, in that game. So that was a great uh, event uh, for sure. And credit to Seattle. Seattle, you know, played a pretty solid game overall. Uh, Joey Decord, I thought, was pretty good in net. Now, I know he kind of gave up a couple of goals in the third period. I think one of them he might want back, but Joey Decord gave them a chance, made the key saves once that game was 4-3 Detroit, allowed Seattle to tie the game late, uh, and then they ended up winning it uh, in overtime, uh, courtesy of uh, Jordan Eberle. Jared McCann tied it uh, late in the uh, – oh, Gostas Bear. Shit, Gostas Bear is another one. Uh, that I ended up uh, hitting, and I didn't include that on my Twitter, on my X list of uh, my biggest goal scorer props. But I forgot about Gostas Bear. Gostas Bear is right up there. That was plus five sixty, I believe, on him to score a goal. So that was a, another one. So we had Gostas Bear plus five sixty, Valeno plus six hundred, and Cartier plus six hundred goal props from that one game. Absolutely uh, incredible stuff. Um, so that game definitely very happy with what we uh, what I saw. Uh, no question. Boston, 3 nothing against Chicago. So looks like Connor Bedard scores a power play goal, giving Chicago a one nothing lead, but it turns out it's offside. The goal is disallowed, and it seemed like Chicago just, just didn't have that same, you know, th- that took a lot out of them. It took a lot out of them because they just it didn't really seem the same after that. And credit to Boston. You know, that was not a great scheduling spot. They'd been on the road a while. They were out on the West Coast. Now they're going to the Midwest there. It's been a long trip. Now they're going to uh, uh, Chicago, uh, and still they found a way to win. And here they are, the Boston Bruins. All the questions again for the second straight year entering the season, and here they are undefeated to begin the NHL season at 6-0. and uh, They've been a regular season. Uh, they've been absolutely ma- magical in the regular season now going back to obviously their record setting season last year. And here they are six and zero this year. So you do have to give Jim Montgomery credit. Now you can say what you want. He didn't coach the best in the playoff series against Florida. Obviously that was a dismal and disappointing showing and performance in that playoff round for Boston last year. But uh, absolutely they've been a great regular season team now, but this year, if they march out and have this great regular season, people are going to be more skeptical now going into the playoffs, going into the playoffs last year. Everyone loved Boston. Everyone thought, ah, this team has just been so amazing. They're going to go to the Stanley cup final. If they get a great, have a great regular season this year before the playoffs start, there's going to be some more skepticism because of that uh, flame out last year, being up three, one against Florida and losing in seven. So that's still going to be the, the, the question in the end, it's, If they go out there and have a great regular season, well done. Credit to them. Good on them. But people are going to judge them on playoff performance this year. That's just the way it is. Uh, But we're not there yet. We're a long way away from there yet. Right now, what we will say is that the Bruins uh, have gotten off to a very good start once again in the regular season. And this is even maybe more impressive than last year because the, the heart of their center ice position, gutted by the by the retirement of Krejci and Bergeron, and yet here's Matt Patra stepping up uh, and looking like he might be the second-line center for the season. That guy ain't going down to junior now, not after what we've seen the last, uh, really all season, because he was playing well before the last two games, but now he's got goals in back-to-back games, three goals in the last two games for the Bruins. He ain't going anywhere. Uh, He is going to stay right here with the Bruins. Uh, I know that uh, 
deadline for him to get sent down to junior is, uh, I think it's coming up, but he's going to be here with Boston. They're not sending him down. I'd be shocked if that happens. Anaheim 3-2 win against uh, Columbus. Solid road win for the uh, Ducks last night. Um, I've been impressed with Anaheim. I just find they're playing with better structure. Their defensive game has been a lot better, and obviously I like Greg Cronin a lot more than anything I saw at Dallas Aikens. So I like what I see from Anaheim. McTavish has played well uh, for them so far this year. Uh, they haven't even gotten, um, you know, Troy Terry and Zegras going fully just yet, especially Zegras. And then Frank the Tank Vetrano scores uh, the big overtime winner last night. He's been excellent for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. Cashed another goal prop with him there with that OT winner for Anaheim. Winnipeg 4-2 against St. Louis. I liked Winnipeg. So did Alex. We mentioned it. I thought that team would play an inspired game with their head coach, Rick Bonus away from the team, tending to his wife, Judy, who had the seizure over the weekend. Uh, and they stepped up. It was a really solid effort from Winnipeg. What wasn't solid, I'll tell you who didn't step up for Winnipeg. The people of Winnipeg. 11,000 people again at that game last night. Not good enough. Not good. Not what you want to see. In fact, it was even lower, the attendance last night uh, in Winnipeg, than the previous home games last week against the Kings and the Golden Knights. This is not this is not trending in a good direction for them. Um, so this is something to monitor, but... You, I know the co- economy is shit, especially in Canada. People are bitching left and right about the economy in this country in particular right now, uh, n- no doubt. But you got to do better than 11,000 people uh, in the uh, building last night uh, at Canada Life Centre for the Winnipeg Jets. And uh, it's it's troubling. It's troubling, absolutely. You know what's also troubling? The Edmonton Oilers right now. What a hideous defensive effort last night. And once that game got away from them, and the, to think they actually had a 3-2 to two lead going into the third period, outscored 5-1 to one in the third period by the Minnesota Wild, uh, and they end up losing 7-4 to four to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, just a calamity of defensive mistakes, blunders, turnovers, gaffes, miscues, out of position. Goaltending from Jack Campbell wasn't great uh, in that game, although it's uh, I don't think it's fair to put it all on him. Uh, it was some shoddy efforts uh, in front of him at the defensive end of the ice. Uh, that game was a good game for me, too, for props. Bouchard at a big plus price cashes in. Marco Rossi, I took a flyer on him at plus 700 because I said, well, if Kaprizov is struggling right now, who else is going to step up for them? And Rossi has been noticeable in most games, so took a shot with him. Warren Fogle, we had him to score a goal. Vander Kane in that game. Eric Sinek, I mean, that was another really good goal prop game, uh, that Edmonton-Minnesota game. But just awful for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, and I'm seeing some stuff uh, on X uh, from people talking about how this team is, you know, one of the worst teams right now as far as high danger chance save percentage from their goaltenders, Skinner and from Campbell. And, you know, they're 11th in preventing high danger attempts, um, which isn't good. You know, they're supposed to be one of the best teams in the NHL. And then, uh, you know, that's not what you want to see. Uh, but it's a, in particular the goal. The goaltending is just not making those spectacular saves, and right now that's what Skinner and Campbell. They've either got to find a way to make some of those saves, or maybe they're just you know talent wise not capable of it. Um, but yeah, that's that's an issue right now for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. And um, look, if they couldn't show up last night, first game without McDavid, you know when's it going to get better for them now? That's the question. And you got to worry about the spot here coming up for both the range or for the Oilers and the Flames. They play tomorrow night. But keep in mind, that's the last game for both teams before the outdoor game, the Heritage Classic 
which takes place on Sunday night, uh, the outdoor game at uh, Commonwealth Stadium uh, in Edmonton. So uh, make sure you're aware of that. So I don't always like betting teams before they play an outdoor game. There's sometimes a little bit of a distraction. Looking forward to the outdoor game Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern at uh, Commonwealth Stadium. But the good news is Calgary and Edmonton are struggling so much right now that I probably wouldn't even want to back them tomorrow night uh, in their games in spite of that Heritage Classic uh, game looming uh, on Sunday. So, yeah, on, on just an absolutely dreadful defensive night for Edmonton there. 3-2 Vancouver as they take care of business against Nashville. I had Vancouver. But I also had over six, and man, they missed like two, three wide open empty nets to at least secure a push for me as far as the total. But no less, 3-2 Vancouver. I mentioned Quinn Hughes over two and a half shots on goal, which was plus 130. Uh, it cashed. He didn't have the four or the five shots on goal he had registered in previous games, but he got to three. It's all that mattered. And you keep, as long as it's two and a half especially, you keep betting that. It's just, a, he's shooting the puck a lot more, and they have, no, there's been no adjustment on that player prop. Uh, despite that, uh, Rangers three-one win against the Calgary Flames. Um, tough spot for Calgary. They got the first goal and really not much after that. Had trouble generating quality chances. And of course, when you're playing a goaltender like Igor Shesterkin, uh, that's going to make it even tougher. Uh, so the uh, Calgary Flames struggles continue. A three-to-one loss to the New York Rangers. L.A. with a six-to-three win over the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I. You know, took a shot with Arizona. I don't feel bad about it. Uh, L.A. probably needed a win on home ice in the worst way, and they finally got one. Good effort from them. And I think L.A. showed everybody last night what their offense is capable of. They haven't even gotten Kempe going yet. Kopitar's been quiet. What if Byfield finally starts to get going? Uh, but Fiala's been great. Trevor Moore, another goal prop involving him last night for me. So the L.A. Kings definitely got... Uh, step-up contributions from other players and uh, a nice 6-3 to three win over the Arizona Coyotes and a thrilling conclusion to the night with Philadelphia and Vegas. I did take the draw. That falls short, but I made up for it. And a lot of us did if you were on the BetCast last night. Uh, John Massey, shout out to him. He took a shot after the second period. Vegas, not only to come back and win, but in regulation at plus 350. A lot of us, myself included, jumped on that. And Vegas does indeed have another one of their patented, and it's become patented, strong third periods on home ice, especially when they're behind or they haven't played great. Uh, and we saw it again last night as they erase a 2-1 deficit and beat the Flyers 3-2 last night, including a terrific game-winning goal from Shea Theodore, where he waited for the traffic to form in front of Carter Hart. He couldn't see that puck, seeing eye shot from the point, and great velocity, just wristed it through, got it through the traffic, and it beats a screen Carter Hart for the game-winning goal and a nice 3-2 win for the still undefeated Vegas Golden Knights off to this incredible start and one of the best starts in recent memory to a season for the def for a defending Stanley Cup champion. So uh, outstanding start to the year for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, all right, let's get into tonight's one and only game uh, in NHL action. TNT tonight, nationally televised matchup between the struggling Washington Capitals taking on the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey minus 240, home favorites, six and a half being the uh, total here in this game. So to me, the decision is very simple. You either find a way maybe to back the Devils here or you leave the game alone. The problem is it's minus 240. You know, both teams are on a back-to-back -back, uh, going into this game, which isn't, you know, 
optimal by any stretch of the imagination. And if you look at it, the travel's a little bit tougher for New Jersey. They're coming to the into uh they're coming back home, I should say, from Montreal. Meanwhile, you've got uh Washington. They were at home against Toronto and they played a little bit earlier. Uh and um now they've just go back from uh Washington over to New Jersey. So it's not that big of a a, a travel situation uh necessarily for them. Uh we'll see how it goes in this game, but you know, I, you, and, and to me, the, the only thing I would really be interested in here is Devils team total, which is a bet I cashed with last night uh, against uh, Montreal. Um, but the problem is when you look at that uh, potential uh, bet here, you're looking at over three and a half at minus 160 at Pinnacle. It's juice. It's really juiced. And you figured it would be. So I don't know if I, I, I think it's a, it's probably the best, uh, option here, but I don't love it at minus 160. I really don't uh, going into uh, this game uh, here tonight. And um, so it's really a game, uh, if anything, I like more props than anything else. New Jersey team total over three and a half is a lean, but I don't love the number being where it is, minus 160. I might bet it's small, but nothing substantial because to me that, that price is just a little higher than I would like uh, going into this game. You know, you would think Darcy Kemper uh, for the uh, Washington Capitals, played last night. Definitely got outplayed by Joseph Wall, no question about that. He will not play tonight. And in fact, Hunter Shepard is going to be your goaltender tonight for the Washington Capitals. Uh, this will be his NHL debut um, tonight in this game. Now, this is a guy that in the uh, AHL, he's played 47 games over the last four seasons, a 2.11 goals against average. 920 save percentage. So really good numbers for Hunter Shepard here in the American Hockey League. Uh, the last uh, couple of uh, last four seasons for uh, the AHL affiliate, the Hershey Bears. But, you know, NHL is different. You know, you can never assume that, um, you know, your success in the AHL is going to translate to the NHL, especially when your opponent here is a team that can absolutely fill it up. Uh, and, and light it up offensively. So uh, very, very uh, interesting to see uh, how he uh, plays tonight in his very first NHL game. National TV to boot because this is on the T on TNT this game. So very, very interesting dilemma. And the reason he's called up and starting is Charlie Lindgren has got an upper body injury. Uh, Charlie Lindgren, of course, started the season as the backup goalie here in Washington, but he's on IR. So that's what's given uh, Hunter Shepard uh, this opportunity here. Uh, for the uh, new, uh, Washington Capitals to get the start. Uh, player props, let's start with Washington. You know, Ovechkin finally scores, and sometimes that's the one, and sometimes when you're struggling, you don't see the puck go in. He got Washington's only goal uh, yesterday against Toronto. Sometimes that can open the floodgates, and really, who else do you have confidence in scoring for this hockey team right now, which is dead last in the NHL in goals per game? Who else do you have confidence in other than Ovi right now? At least Ovi's shooting the puck a lot, and you can tell he's tr doing everything in his power to try to get that first goal of the season. He had 14 shots on goal last night for the Washington Capitals in that game. So um, Ovechkin at plus 150, you know, it's not a bad look as far as prop goes uh, in this game. Uh, Cuban is mentioning Backstrom's got good success uh, against the uh, Washington against the New Jersey Devils, and look, Backstrom looked like he had scored a goal yesterday against Toronto, but that was the goal that got disallowed uh, in that game. But plus 425 for him to get a goal prop, that's solid value, I would say. You know, on the New Jersey side of things, Dougie Hamilton 
you know, to me, always live potentially, you know, to find the uh, back of the net and chip in offensively as well. So uh, when you look at the uh, situation here tonight for Dougie Hamilton, I think it's probably a good matchup as well uh, for Dougie going into this game against the uh, Washington Capitals. We know Washington this season, uh, they've definitely had some issues with the penalty kill. Penalty kill has been awful. Absolutely disastrous for the Washington Capitals. They have played five games this year, and we have seen them give up a power play goal in all five games. They have given up uh, seven power play goals through the first five games of the season. So if you're going to look at power play point props tonight for New Jersey uh, in, in any game, this is one where matchup wise, it makes sense. New Jersey's power play versus Washington's struggling uh, absolutely atrocious penalty kill. I mean, this is just a matchup at, uh, made in heaven right now for the New Jersey Devils. They have scored a power play goal in every game this year. They have sc- they scored four power play goals alone against the Islanders. They scored two more on the man advantage last night against Montreal, two against Florida, two against Arizona, one against Detroit. So this is a New Jersey Devils power play that on the season has 11 power play goals, and they're going up against a Washington penalty kill that has given up seven power play goals. I mean, def- this is definitely, you know, a situation where this could be a big-time power play kind of night once again for the Devils. Matchup-wise, it makes sense. So look at some of these props for Devils pa- uh, players involving their power play points. Dougie Hamilton, plus 330 to get a power play point. Jack Hughes, plus 140 to get a power play point. Jesper Bratt, plus 185 uh, to get a power play point. Tyler Toffoli coming off the hat trick last night, plus 240 to get a power play point uh, in this game. Uh, Luke Hughes, uh, you could even uh, check him out for power play point, plus 330 for Luke Hughes to get on the uh, score sheet with a power play point. Uh, And those are all the guys on the top unit, by the way. The power play one unit for the New Jersey Devils. He shears on the number one power play unit, plus 265 for him to get a power play point. Why not? You don't get every single day and every single game a matchup that stands out like a sore thumb where you've got a red hot power play versus a absolutely dismal penalty kill going head to head in the same game. Um, so absolutely, there is um, great value tonight based on the matchup in all the New Jersey Devils player uh, power play uh, point uh, player props tonight uh, in this game. And then then don't sleep on the second unit too. Uh, Holtz, Palat, Meyer, Mercer. Um, You could even sprinkle a a little bit on the power play too. Now, when you're, if you're going to pepper the New Jersey power play point props, like I might try to do tonight, you'll want to shade a little bit more to the number one power play unit props. And the number one power play unit is Heeshear, Toffoli, Bratt, Hughes, and Hughes. Hughes and Hughes, the law firm. Apparently, I'm a little surprised that uh, Dougie's not on the number one power play unit, that Luke Hughes is on the number one. I just want to make sure I've got that correct here. Yeah, it is. It's Hughes that's uh, quarterbacking the number one power play unit. Dougie Hamilton's quarterbacking the second power play unit for New Jersey. Uh, so keep that in mind. But um, you want to put probably a little bit more uh, on the first power play unit, because the first power play unit usually plays a minute to a minute and a half uh, of each two-minute power play, whereas the second unit will get on for like the last 30 to 45 seconds uh, for the most part. So uh, definitely that's uh, a little uh, friendly.
only piece of advice, if I, if you will, uh, for betting uh, power play point props. Uh, the number one unit, unless the number one unit, well, those players were on a sh- the ice for a shift right before the penalty was called. And then in that situation, you'll sometimes see the coach start with the second power play unit because that that group that was on the ice, most of them on the first power play unit that were on the ice for the shift before the penalty occurred, they just need a rest. You know, they just came off a, a shift and then you'll put them on after that. So uh, that's definitely uh, something you want to keep in mind. Those devil's power play point props definitely make a lot of sense here tonight uh, in this game. Uh, and we'll see if we can capitalize on that. You know, as far as the uh, value laden situations for Washington, I'll throw out one more that has great value tonight. And that's Matthew Phillips. He, as long as he's playing on the top line for the uh, Washington Capitals, and it looks like he's still going to be slotted up on the top line with Dylan Strom and Alex Ovechkin. Uh, Matthew Phillips has finishing ability. We've seen it. He's already got a goal this year for Washington. He's been a great scorer at the AHL level. And so plus 600 again on Matthew Phillips, you know, is not a bad price at all uh, as far as uh, player props go for the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, in uh, this game tonight because uh, he's going to definitely get those opportunities as uh, playing on the top line with uh, Ovechkin and Strom uh, in the uh, game tonight. Uh, I do want to mention too for um, uh, Washington, it looks like they've still got Nick Dowd as day-to-day and he is a very underrated, by the way, uh, depth center for the uh, Washington Capitals. So keep that in mind. Um, You know, you look at the um, Devils here, uh, they they've gone over in every game. Every Devils game has gone over the total. So what I'll probably end up doing: tiny bets on the Devils team total, even though I hate the price uh, over three and a half minus one sixty. Very small bet on the over six and a half as well minus one twenty five. Because look, New Jersey every game's gone over the total, and you know what I say with the streaks: whether it's a side streak, a total streak, you ride the streak or you don't play it until proven otherwise. So. I will grab a little over six and a half, but like I said, as far as the props go, Ovechkin goal, maybe a sprinkle on Backstrom goal, uh, Matthew Phillips for Washington, and then on the New Jersey side, Jack Hughes to score a goal makes sense, you know, and all those power play point props. And when I talk about the power play point props, I'd probably look at not only the two defensemen, Hughes and Hamilton power play point prop, but I'd look at them goal and assist prop as well, uh, because they are definitely going to have a chance to factor in on the scoring here. Hamilton plus 410 to score a goal, plus 120 to get an assist. Remember, we hit lightning in a bottle with Luke Hughes against the Islanders last Friday night. I mentioned the goal prop with him in that game. It's plus 700 at Patano tonight for Luke Hughes to find the back of the net. So um, great value for someone. And he's going to be on that top power play unit, Luke Hughes, as well. Plus 700 to get a pop, to get a goal, plus 330 for a power play point. So uh, there's great value there. Uh, for some of these uh, players on the for the New Jersey Devils, there's great value with their power play points props for the two defensemen that are manning the power play. Hughes, Luke Hughes and Dougie Hamilton, there's great value as well. So very, very fascinating game here as far as uh, props go. Uh, it's only one game, but uh, this, you know, New Jersey power play versus Washington penalty kill. I'll be honest, it has me salivating at these uh, power play point props tonight for the New Jersey Devils because a lot of them are plus 200, plus 300 type of prices for these Devils power play point props. So it is just a great matchup here where you're talking about one of the best power plays in the NHL versus one of the worst penalty kills right now uh, in the NHL going head-to-head in this game, which uh, hopefully opens the door 
for some more plus price prop winners with this one and only standalone NHL game here on this Wednesday night between the Capitals and the Devils. All right, great stuff. We appreciate everyone joining us. Hit the like button. Over 100 live viewers. Uh, We've got a much uh, bigger show, a longer show tomorrow, of course, on Thursday. Uh, Another big slate coming up. We've got 11 games tomorrow uh, on the uh, Thursday NHL card, 2 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you join us for that. I mentioned it earlier. Become a member of the Ice Guys Family Plan, which is the YouTube channel membership subscription, just $9.99 U.S. per month. And uh, again, with that, you're going to see our daily betting card, our player props, our full list of player props, you know, because sometimes with the player props, I've mentioned a lot of what I bet or plan on betting on the show, but on the uh, family plan, you and the Patreon page as well, for that matter, you can check that out. Make sure you don't sleep on the Patreon page as well, patreon.com slash iceguys, where you get all our text posts involving power ratings, goalie charts, uh, and other things. And the, uh, Chris Otto's totals charts are also on the Patreon page. But with the uh, player props, I try to mention as many of them as I've locked in already and plan on locking in on the show. But there's always those late additions where you get the lineup that the final starting lineup for each game, like about 30 minutes or so before puck drop. And sometimes I'll just make a late addition. And oftentimes you'll see that uh, on the uh, Ice Guys Family Plan community tab where we post the player prop card each day. So uh, we do always make additions closer to puck drop as well. So again, check all that out, all the bonus content. We're going to have a bonus bet cast exclusively to Ice Guys YouTube channel, Family Plan members next month in November as well as December and January as well. This will be a second BetCast in addition to the regular monthly BetCast, which, of course, is public to all, free to all. So uh, make sure you check out the Ice Guys family plan. We've got exciting news to share with you tomorrow about a new show sponsor. Uh, We're looking forward to rolling that out tomorrow uh, on the uh, Thursday edition of the Ice Guys. So make sure you check that out. Chrono Kenny, like we said, thank you for becoming a member. And B-Dubs. Thank you very much for becoming a new Ice Guys Family Plan YouTube channel subscriber and member as well. We definitely appreciate the support from everyone because, quite honestly, we can't do the show without you guys. All right, uh, it is time for uh, Bargain Bin Special of the Night. Now, we only have one game, so you know we really can't be uh, you know, too picky here when it comes to the uh, Bargain Bin Special uh, of the uh, night uh, here tonight. Um, we don't have as many uh, games to uh, peruse over. Uh, as far as that goes. Um, so let me see. Yeah, this one I have to give some thought to because, you know, with only one game, you know, it's a little bit trickier. Um, let's do Luke Hughes. Let's do Luke Hughes. Now, Luke Hughes on Friday night against the New York Islanders, he scored a power play goal. Uh, and keep in mind in that game, I did not have him for bargain bin special that night. That was the night I think I had Adam Rzichka, uh for Calgary uh, last uh, Friday. But I did mention Luke Hughes at a terrific price, uh, a situation where he's manning the top power play unit. Uh, he's you know going to be uh, playing with uh, that number one unit, which is absolutely lethal. You know when you factor in who's playing on that PP one for New Jersey: Luke Hughes, his brother Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, Tyler Toffoli, uh, Nico Heeshear, uh, all on that top unit. And like I said, against the Islanders, we saw Luke Hughes score a power play goal. Uh, in the second period of that game. Uh, This is a player that is getting more and more confidence. 
and playing with more and more confidence, getting better with each game and gaining the trust of his coaching staff, Lindy Ruff as well. Uh, it's been very good to see. Uh, to me, as far as pure value uh, is concerned, you're talking about the quarterback of the number one power play unit for the New Jersey Devils taking on a Washington team that has been horrid, just wretched, horrendous with the penalty kill uh, this season. So we're going to go for the uh, jugular tonight. Uh, Ty Cartier was nice. That's a tough act to follow last night, cashing with Ty Cartier of the Seattle Kraken at plus 600 with my bargain bin special of the night selection. But we're going to try to match that tonight. Luke Hughes plus 700, which is at Batano, the Ontario-based sports book. It's plus 700 there. The uh, You can find plus 650 at the score bet, plus 650 at Caesars. Uh, it's a little bit less than that at BetMGM. DraftKings have it at plus 500. Uh, so make sure you shop around. But yeah, we're going to go with Luke Hughes, New Jersey Devils, plus 700 for the bargain bin special uh, of the night. You know, I don't mind Holtz either. Holtz is someone that's a first round pick. He's now He's on the second power play unit. But he finally scored last night. Uh, he had two shots on goal each of the last two games. I don't mind that selection either. Alexander Holtz, this is a very skilled player, one of many on this Devils team, and you can get him plus 500, plus 520 uh, to score a goal tonight. So that's one I'll probably actually have on my player prop card as well, Alex Holtz uh, for the New Jersey Devils. And you know what it's like. Start the season, uh, you don't score, and you finally get that first goal like he did last night uh, against Montreal. And suddenly it gives you that confidence and suddenly the goals start to follow uh, after that. So I like that look indeed from uh, P.O. Gen Stoner in the uh, chat. All right, best bet to uh, wrap up this edition of the uh, Ice Guys. Uh, for me, the best bet, I mean, it's just a game where I've got a couple of small bets, but we'll go with the New Jersey, uh, Washington, New Jersey, over six and a half minus 125. I know Washington's dead last in the NHL. Uh, that worries me about the hover in this game. But we are talking about a Devils team that um, every game has gone over the total for the Devils this year. 5-0 and to the over. Every game has reached at least seven goals uh, on the season for the Devils. Uh, like it, don't love it. But there's only one game on a big card. This would not be best bet, but we've only got the one game. So by default, best bet for me on this Wednesday uh, night slate with Capitals Devils will be over six and a half. Uh, minus 125 uh, for my best bet. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of the show. We thank everyone for joining us. Uh, hit the like button on the way out. And one last time, again, the BetCast was just tons of fun, uh, a great group of people. Uh, and that's the one thing that's been one of the most uh, enjoyable parts, satisfying parts about doing this show with Alex is that we've ha we've really formed a great community. We've really formed great friendships. Uh, with our viewers and our listeners, many of them you see and hear uh, on the BetCasts uh, each and every month. And that's just, that's what we aim for. We aim for trying to help each other make money uh, and profit betting NHL hockey and have a little fun in the process. Uh, and because uh, life's too short, you got to have some fun. And we definitely aim to do that uh, here on the Ice Guys show uh, each and every day. So we look forward to two more BetCasts coming up in November. If you weren't able to join, join us for last night, no problem. We've got many more BetCasts on the way. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. 
Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the lone matchup tonight on TNT between the Washington Capitals and New Jersey Devils. And we'll be back tomorrow on Thursday to talk about the massive Thursday NHL card right here on the Ice Guys. 